When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Snippet, the short podcast platform. This is Check Your Privilege, the podcast. Let's welcome anti-racism guide, mental health activist, and founder of the Check Your Privilege movement, your host, Maisha T. Hill. Welcome to another episode of Check Your Privileged Podcast. I'm your guide on this journey, Maisha T. Hill. Excited to come to you for Black History Month. At Check Your Privilege, we do our best to keep track of what is the truth of history, right? Because time and time again, history may show us one truth. However, we're taught a totally different truth. You know, for me, I remember growing up and looking at the, I believe it's Houghton Mifflin social studies textbook and seeing photos of enslaved African people, not necessarily making the connection, but essentially saying to myself, I feel sorry for those people as if they're not my people. And I'm sure that you've heard me talk about this on other podcasts. I'm sure you've heard me reference this story before. But for me, it is the realization that when you cannot connect to who you really are, when you don't know the truth of blackness, right, you can disassociate and have internalized anti-blackness. So that's another podcast episode for another day. But I really also wanted to make a connection about some historical time periods that I've recently learned about. You see, growing up, I remember learning about enslavement, reconstruction, a great migration, Jim Crow, civil rights, women's rights. It was always a story that was told from the white lens. And it always felt like a piece of that history was missing. It's almost like it went reconstruction, migration, Jim Crow. And I was like, but didn't something have to happen in between that time period? It's like the full story wasn't told. And to my surprise, or as I say, I was today years old when I found out that there was some hidden history in the time periods that's left out of textbooks that we don't essentially know about. You know, historically, these textbooks have been written by white folk, and it hasn't been the truth of American history because black history is American history. But the story hasn't always been clear or honest, and sometimes it doesn't leave space for the curiosity and questioning. Before I share this time period, I want to give a shout out to the 1619 Project, And for those of you who are looking for the truth in black history, I want to empower you to go over and take a look at that project and start to unlearn and relearn the truth of history during enslavement and beyond. So 
Today, I want to share the hidden history that I hope can inspire you to go down the research wormhole and really find the truth of the story for yourself. Because it's one thing for me to tell you I found something and I'm researching and I'm educating, but it's a total another thing for me to say, hey, take what I'm telling you and go and look it up for yourself. You know, start being a seeker of truth because part of this journey and healing up collusion is being a seeker of truth and having a deeper understanding of history, a deeper understanding of the nadir of race relations. And that's what we are going to talk about today. There was a time period between enslavement, reconstruction, and Jim Crow called the Great Nadir, the Nadir of American history. Sociologist James Bowen describes this period from about 1890 to 1940. And for me, you guys, what's really, really cool about this period is there's also several things that are happening in this period, right? There's the Great Migration, and then there is the Harlem Renaissance. So many amazing things are happening in this time period. But it's a period where it's scattered information. And this sociologist, James Bowen, helps us put this together. He says that it's a time when white Americans have more racist thinking than any other time. And it's called the nadir of race relations. And nadir means the low point. Mr. Bowen goes on to say that there are three underlying social processes that led to this nadir. Again, the low point. First, the first thing was that there was a U.S. policy toward American Indians. Native Americans, our indigenous siblings. Reconstruction laws requiring equal justice towards African Americans did not apply to Native Americans. And as a result, when whites found gold on Indian land in Colorado and Dakota, they took it, leading to the final Plains Indian War. Okay. The second underlying social issue was the treatment of immigrant workers. Democrats courted their votes promising their jobs once they drove African-Americans from the wharfs and teamstering and other positions instead of quelling democratic racism. Republicans eventually got mad at the immigrants and began supporting nativism and eugenics. This is deep, y'all. This is real deep. This is deeper than my brain wanted to jump into. (laughs) And then the third social issue was this idea of imperialism, which is an idea from Europe. And that's when we bought into it. America took over Hawaii and attacked our Filipino allies in 1899. So there were several U.S. policies, right, that led to an increase of disdain towards black folk between the period of 1890 in 1940, and this was called the Great Nadir. U.S. history textbooks aren't teaching this, and a lot of authors have had a hard time fitting this portion of history into the narrative of the story, right? When we think about the Great Nadir, we think about stories that were left out, like, for example, We believe that the first black person in organized baseball was Jackie Robinson. 
And the truth is, it was Moses Fleetwood Walker. During this time period of the Nadir, African-Americans were forced out. So you don't know the truth of Moses Fleetwood Walker. Another piece that you don't really hear about is the first jockey in the National Racing Museum Hall of Fame. And eventually you'll discover that there was a black jockey and also a Kentucky Derby barred black person who won 15 of the first 28 derbies. But this was during the great Nadir. So those stories were left out of history. This was the time even when white folk forced African-Americans from skilled occupations and unskilled occupations, they forced them out. There is a deep connection and there is a deep truth of history. And if all history isn't spoken and told, we as a people don't know the truth of our nation. You know, I oftentimes tell folks and share that Story is sacred. And when you leave pieces of a story out to someone else's interpretation, you are denying the humanity for everyone who participated in the story. So the nadir of American relations was a period in African-American history when racism in this country was more open than it has ever been before. So they say, I would say that racism is still exists, except it's painted and covered up under a different picture. Some of the things that were happening during this great Nadir is the anti-black violence, the lynchings, the segregation, the legal racial discriminations and expressions of white supremacy. You know, there is a historian named Rayford Logan, right, who wrote a book, The Negro American Life and Thought of the Nadir, where he tried to determine the year of the Negro status in American history society and how it reached its low point. Where other historians came together with him and they started to pull together dates to help try to tell the truth of the story. And it was the work of James Logan a scholar, a sociologist who started arguing that the post-Reconstruction era was in fact the worst era of civil and human rights for black folk. It's so interesting that even in history and historians, not too many folks study this starch time period to help us get to the truth of the story. It seems like America has loved to sweep issues with black folk under the rug. And what we need to do as co-conspirators is to pick the rug up, pick up the pieces, and start to put the stories that matter back together again. See, the reason why I wanted to share this with you is that to be a woman of a certain age, almost 40, And to have been in fifth grade, y'all can do the math. It's so interesting to get the aha perspective moment years after being in elementary school. A history that my children didn't even know that we learned together when we're studying black history for our 
homeschool curriculum and having this connecting moment of I knew there was a piece of the story missing. So my job as a mother, as a facilitator, as an educator, all the different labels that the world wants to give me (laughs) is to inform you the truth when I find it and remind you all that just because I'm sharing a truth, a piece of hidden history, the work is not done. You have a responsibility to go in and look at history for yourself. You have a responsibility to do the work around the nadir of race relations and figure out what fueled this. Figure out what has changed since then and then share this information with your friends. Your role as a co-conspirator is to open yourself up and open others up to the truth of history, to uncover the fallacies and to bring truth into existence. This is why black history is our history. This is why black history can't be treated as a 28 day celebration because this one piece of information can fuel years and weeks and days and months of research to get to an answer. But what this continues to show me is that the humanity of blackness is undervalued. And until we speak up for black lives until we speak up for the humanity of black people, this will continue to happen. We have a responsibility to let history bring truth to light and for us to carry out the living history essential to be in community, to be in celebration with black folks past, present, and future. All right, y'all, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Hidden History. And until I talk to you all again, keep living into your work. Peace. Peace.